there's yes mm for murder uh -huh. and and i guess for myanmar is there still a coup going on there does anybody know the answer to that? are you asking me yeah i'm asking you myanmar no. uh i don't know i have no i'm pretty sure i just told you that i just Seriously asked you if there was news this week. I've been assured there was. There has been. Um, but I have been busy, boy. Welcome to the It Is Night Pod. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you, and we're and we're happy you're here. Uh huh. And uh, it is honestly. Unclear to me if Myanmar is still having a coup, and we should all try to find that out, but not right now. Um, Harry, I, I, I'm pretty sure the coup has already happened. The coup is like already happened, but it like has it. I guess has it succeeded? Is the question really? I, I are there still um, are there still the entire country in the streets rejecting their new rule? Um. Don't concerning that it's like a Wikipedia. Like most of these are using. I know. I feel like bad. Past tense. I like wrote it down in my notes, which means I must have heard a stray line on the news, but I totally forgot what it was because this is from like a week ago. So anyway, that was that. That is our teaser for today. If you don't know what's going on in Myanmar and you want to find out and tweet us about it. We'd appreciate the information, as I'm sure everyone would, that's, because that's a teaser. not a lot of, uh, not, a, not a welcome to the show, and oh, God. and and that's at Harry oh, Stew on Twitter. And, We're already crashing and burning. And, it's uh, been like minutes. Uh, literally two. <laughs> <laughs> And already we're in flames. Uh, I am Harry Stew sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. He's, that's it. He's got many online. Chris White most of the time. Yeah, that's that's me. We are at It Is Pie all of the... It, it Is Pie. It Is it Pie. It Is My Pod. <laughs> all of the time. Oh, man, I wish... It is pie. We fucked up. Why do we not have a podcast called It Is Pie? <laughs> that is That is honestly... <laughs> Like just the exact same we thing, can, but we just it. eat pie hold during on. it. Hold on, we're yes, we're on to something. Maybe for the entire month of Thanksgiving, we can just turn the podcast into it is pie. It is pie. Podcast. The format is exactly the same, but we make sure that we each have like pies. So what are you snacking on and today? Heavily, heavily commenting on them, and we're trying to find pie adjacent or related news as well. Yeah, we'll work in a pie I think it's story. A good I love it. I love it. I hope we remember to do it. It's recorded, right? I mean, it's recorded, yes. We'll remember to do it. Dear audience, dear listener, tweet at us at it is nigh pie. <laughs> We're going to fight for at it is pie. Uh, see if that is. It is pie. Tweet at us if you want that to happen. If you want it is pie pod to be a limited limited time offer yo if we make flavor if we make a separate pod that's like a mini series that we just release on the it is night channel but call it it is pie 
I honestly <laughs> bet we'd like do a lot better. Like <laughs> <laughs> than the main one. Yeah. This is the house that it is pie built, man. Like it is pie is gonna take the world by storm. We have to somehow see if we can get like the same brand of pie. Same brand of pie. Comment on it together. Yeah, Marie we'll we'll go down the Marie Calendar roster. <laughs> mm. Oh, it'll be good. Yes. Now you're now you're talk now you're cooking with your noodle. For our for our international audience, Marie Calendar is a mass produced pie brand frozen pie brand in the u.s and what i just said yeah. made it sound wholly unappetizing but they are actually delicious <laughs> they're fantastic it's one of those things that shouldn't be good but it weirdly is uh like taco bell yeah the difference though is marie calendar's pies look good which taco bell <laughs> not always the taco case bell looks <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the moment in life when a person just gives up completely that's what it looks like the food not what it means if you eat taco bell when you look at it it is the pure essence of the moment in which a person has lost all hope yeah when you start that is what it when you start combining shit the way taco bell does it just feels like (laughs) it's just like you were you were really trying to find any part of you that still Mm. has pleasure sensors so you were just mm. <laughs> reaching around. You are you were just gunning for you're like, you guys like Dorito shit, yeah? Like, uh oh. <laughs> now we're gonna throw some taters in there. And holy shit, we're not supposed to cross over onto the KFC side of the kitchen, but I think we can put some gravy on this motherfucker. <laughs> what do you say? You wanna dip the taco in gravy? I think it might work. Uh, it probably would. So uh, I guess I, let's yeah, begin with probably. some news. Um, news? Like what kind? I'm going to, mainly because last week we were pretty, uh, I mean, oh yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'll, I'll shut up. Now. Last week we, we did a pretty heavy pop culture episode, which was good for us. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, Harrison, because I know you love those stats, I just checked. We got 16 listens on last week's episode. Woo! That's high. Yeah, I know. We're we're averaging oh, upward. We are averaging upward, and we are glad to have you on the pod, in the pod with us. It's really nice to have, I guess that's, what is that, three more people than had mm-hmm. been our our, ex, our our weekly expectations, so welcome. Yeah. If we add, yeah, well, well. at this rate... Harrison, we might uh-huh. hit like ten thousand subs in like I don't even know twenty one twenty one possibly. It's like, it's going. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like ten thousand subs in like fifty six years. <laughs> if we if we keep at this, if we if we never take off and we always make an episode every single week, no matter what, we could do this in half a century. <laughs> We... Oh. oh, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> 100,000 subs by 20... <laughs> by 2030. <laughs> what an ambitious goal. Um... <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say 20. I meant, I meant to say... I meant to say... Uh, 
2100. Yeah, this show's going great. Um, I can't math. <laughs> um, it is going great. Chris, I'm going to shut up again. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some bad stuff. So I think, uh, uh, I'm going to hit a few things that, that I, I'm sure we have words for, but they're not huge mm-hmm. stories. And then we can get mm-hmm. into some more talky stuff right off the top. We got that MP in, uh, in the UK who was murdered and the, the, the state yeah. called it an act of terrorism. He was like violently stabbed to death. Uh, all of his constituents had mm-hmm. well all of the constituents they interviewed had very nice things to say about him but he seemed like he had a good reputation as a representative who actually spent time meeting and knowing his constituents as well as fighting for them in government which probably meant he was yeah. a little bit annoying for a lot of his colleagues who who don't want to do that kind of stuff but sure. he did the thing and uh and he got moited for it but it sounds like he got moited in like some kind of weird quasi terrorist thing it's one of those stories where i don't know that much because i think it's like been talked about a lot and i honestly got mm-hmm. annoyed with how much it was getting talked about it, mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you you put on the news and like one dude you've never heard of in another government dies. And like that's all they talk about that day. And I'm just like, no, we can't. We can't be doing that, though. Like, I don't know. Well, wait, who who did you say was talking about all day? Well, the BBC, which makes sense for them. Well, yeah, dude. I but, mean, uh... If a member of Congress was stabbed to death. Oh, yeah. Even if it was a nobody, you think that, like, that wouldn't be big fucking news? You're right. Especially with the current climate? It would be big. It would be big fucking news, I guess. Anyway, it's a thing that happened. It just felt, uh, it felt like it deserved five minutes and it got 15. I don't know. Millions of people are dying. That's huge. Yeah. It feels, it feels bad to me when, like, someone in a position of power dies and they get, you know, half the time or all the time. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, but like there are like literal concentration camps in like China and the United States. And like, we should probably talk about that until they don't exist anymore. Like, I, I don't know, but moving on to another parliamentary thing. Um, the Polish, Oh, speaking of another death, speaking of a U.S. death, Colin Powell died. He's dead. Less, he didn't get stabbed mm-hmm. to death. He just, he just got old. I think he had COVID. He got, yeah, he got stabbed to death by COVID. By COVID, COVID stabbed Colin Powell to death. Well, but he had, he had, so apparently he also had, um, I think, Lou Gehrig's and also wait really cancer. he had Lou yeah. Gehrig's disease which is ALS for those who only know I that. think I think I think that's what they said that wow. and some form of like blood cancer wow he lived to be quite old then for all that going on a tough mother he's a he's one of those people in history that like rightfully if he had gone away at the right time would be remembered well yeah yeah i mean that's the thing it's like rightfully he won't be remembered well but being that no, that we like, were alive he while really he was alive it. 
Like, yeah. I could see that he was not a, a, a complete... He wasn't an evil person, but he did end up mm-hmm. doing evil things. Absolutely. And enabling evil things. Yeah. People. And sometimes you don't even have to do evil things for you to kind of ruin your rep. I mean, unpopular opinion, but, like, RBG kind of did that. I think she kind of ruined her legacy by not retiring. Like, I don't even think that's a crazy thing to say. It's like, you could have retired. We wouldn't have had Amy Coney Barrett. Would have been fine. But no. Yes, yeah. you could have retired when you were 80 under President Obama. But no, you waited until you died. And that's like, I get it. Because death isn't fun. And when you're old, you don't want to retire because you might die. And that's upsetting to think about. But when you're one of nine people who run an entire branch of government, maybe you should be less egotistical. And I have the same opinion of Stephen Breyer. Like, the fact that Stephen Breyer isn't retiring or hasn't yet retired is, like, deeply upsetting to me. Yeah, and also just, like, (laughs) flirting with disaster. Yeah, because let's... uh, The fact of the matter is... Further disaster. If Stephen Breyer doesn't retire before the midterms and the Republicans win any... win control of the Senate... Or just it's and he a has fit- to survive four more fucking years. Yeah, it's like, well, here's that's that's the thing. It's like he probably is trying to retire soon, but like his timing is just like it should have been like fucking April, man. Like you should have retired mm-hmm. this year already, or you should be announcing it so like Biden can like whip up fun fervor about who the next nom's gonna be while he can still right. make that happen. Right. But anyway, enough Supreme Court stuff. The the other no, no oh. and like it's it's definitely worth saying because like, I mean, all of the shit that we're dealing with the Supreme Court right now is only going to oh yeah a get worse, Oof, but get also it's, it's gonna get bad. Not going to get any better if the margins are even worse than they are now. It's like, well, I don't want to like retire for political reasons. It's like, well, buddy. The court has been political for some time now. You you can either accept that or it's been political. Just like stop living in the whole time. <laughs> it's never not been political. Um, it could it can't it can't not be political. You can't have a president oh, well, who belongs to a political party. Degrees. What? There are like very very very. Severe degrees. I mean, I yeah, I could say the court is more. I mean, the thing is though, I don't really. I I mean, there are degrees, but there aren't degrees in a in like a chronological sense. Like, I would call Citizens United on par with Plessy v. Ferguson in terms of like horrifying impact to society. Like, mm-hmm. like those are just because there were different times. It's like the court was horrible until basically Warren and kind of has just gotten in like it was less horrible as a result for a time. And now it's getting back to what is probably its norm, which is being like very pro authoritarian, which makes sense because the U S is not a country that wanted you to vote when it was founded. And it's not a country that wanted you to be free and all the stuff we like to tell ourselves there's like a lot of stuff that the liberal court, when it existed in the 50s, made for us. And like a few random liberal decisions pre the Warren court that like invented privacy rights and stuff. But like 
none of that's written down anywhere. <laughs> Which is, to your point, what makes the modern court so scary. Because in in the realm of something like property rights, or in the realm of something like the right to do what you want with your own body in you know the case of like roe v wade and how it looks like they're gonna take Mm -hmm. down roe v wade you know Mm -hmm. it's it's like that's how easy it is the Mm -hmm. the court is has spent years the conservative justices have spent years like building up little bits of precedent that will allow them to deal like a death blow to roe v wade the issue is it's like it now everyone's kind of onto them i think like it doesn't feel like yeah but who cares like who can stop but nobody can yeah and that's the other thing nobody can stop them and the only person or entity that's not person there are two entities that can and that's biden and congress and they do that by packing the court but they're not going to do that we can't even get congress to pass a simple fucking infrastructure bill i'm not oh yeah it's gonna be it's just like it's so crazy to me that that there there are like achievable solutions for even the agenda that biden wants to happen or even not destroying social systems Mm -hmm. and those solutions are are just like congress needs to pass a law i mean just packing the court alone would be huge if you mm-hmm. packed the court to 15 justices, let's say, and mm-hmm. and it's just like wildly to the left, how how do you think they're going to rule on issues dealing with, you know, the right to vote? Because I think they might, you know, try to, like, make free and fair elections a thing in this country. And then... How would Mitch McConnell? Who's gonna enforce it? Yeah, but how does how does someone like Mitch McConnell get elected if they're free and fair elections? <laughs> like, like. You see, that's the thing is that I I do think that like doing something like that that would actually like be able to fix things would be enough to get states to actually secede. I mean, okay, I'd say I say go for it. I'm not my attitude towards that type of thinking mm-hmm. is. If if you're telling me we get slow destruction at the hands of conservatives because we're pretending it's not happening, or we do something mm. about it and fast destruction results, mm. I'm going to choose doing something about it. Because one of those options well, is fair. doing something about it, and there is a well, chance yes, also, I, we succeed, uh, you know? <laughs> well, yes, and also it's not like there's any more time to waste with getting republicans and into mansions i mean you know anybody just yeah <laughs> just absolutely anybody that has ever taken any money from like oil the fossil fuel industry or you know insurance companies actively destroying yeah. the entire planet yeah it's uh Those people. that's i mean i guess and that's the the saddest part of watching this is and not even court related anymore, but doing the thing we do where we get increasingly expansive in our conversations here. But it's just sad to realize that like urgency is this you there could not be a time, I think, in the past at least fifty years, maybe in the past century, where like urgency is essential and we just like don't yeah. have any of it. Like there is just no 
Right. On any level. Yeah, no belief on on any part of anyone in power that, like, we need to do something. And it's like, it will be their undoing, which, like, yes, that is a nice little bit of silver lining that, like, might make you smile for a hot sec. But it's Mm. also everyone's undoing. Like, it's their undoing because they're just taking us down with this ship. It's like, they're standing on the edge of a fucking wooden vessel that contains the whole country with gasoline and matches and the only reason the boat's not on fire yet is that they keep breaking the matches while they're trying to light it on on the side of the box and guess what it only takes one so close (laughs) yeah like (laughs) it's so incredibly close and one of these times is just gonna fucking get lucky (sighs) all right Well, hold on. I have I had another thing. Oh yeah. This one was a thing that I wanted to bring up because it is Biden and police related. Um what day Uh-oh. was this? Over the weekend, I think. I think it was over the weekend. We hit the 9 month. Yeah, it was October 16. We hit the 9 month anniversary marker of the coup attempt on the Capitol. Because for whatever fucking mm. reason, we need to have like a whole news cycle dedicated every three months to the riots at the Capitol, which I do think it's good to remind people. I would think it would be better if all that was, was reminding people. But instead we have articles like Biden stood out in front of the Capitol and gave this whole speech. That was very pro cop. That was Pro cop to the point where he rebuked the notion of defunding the police and said that uh, he will actually be giving the police more money, um, not less, and that uh, that which police? The police. Are you talking about the Capitol Police or? No, I think the. I mean, it aligns with other policy decisions he's made. He used the term generally. Let's see, we have. I have the quote here. Do, 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 do. Rebuked the defund the police political movement saying that those gathered before him would get more resources, not fewer, so you can do your job. So, sure, Capitol Police. But later in the speech, he says, being a cop today is one hell of a lot harder than it's ever been. Um, I mean, yeah, it is. And, and you know why? Because it's really hard to like on a daily basis go out and assault and attack and kidnap people in the name of the state and that psychologically fucks with you and either you quit or you become a bad person and that's why i don't know harrison what do you think i think uh maybe that's why all cops are bastards and uh (laughs) also maybe why the only way to not be a bastard cop is to not be a cop and maybe you should quit and it's shit like this that scares the crap out of me because when trump was president when it was 2020 it was the last year of his presidency people protesting in the streets were getting black black bagged in portland oregon by federal agents Mm -hmm. and nothing ever happened about that and then you have a president of the opposing party now a year later roughly saying things like i want to give more money to the police because like there's more chaos because we're not doing anything about any of the stuff that's happening and people are kind of angry about that and they keep 
you know, demonstrating as a result, and more businesses keep going on strike or threatening to go on strike, and I, I'd really love some police to to beat everyone up over that kind of stuff. What do you say, guys? And the funny thing is, is they say, fuck you, Biden, but they're going to happily take the money. And that's one yeah. thing that, like, particularly pisses me off, is that when you're in this position... Well, every single one of their lobbies are going to, like, vote against him no matter what. Exactly. And But it's like, still, there's this stupid Democratic, like, notion. And maybe it's an old man Biden's got powered notion. I don't want to, I don't want to say that he's motivated by this. But it just seems when Democrats get power, they do so much work, especially career politician Democrats, not newbies. They do so much mm. work to say that they like the police and that they support the police and please be on my side, please. And you know what they never fucking are? Stop trying. <laughs> Stop trying to get these people on your side because all you're doing is making your own citizens more pissed at you because we elected you because yeah. you weren't the dude the police supported. And mm. now you're trying to get their support, which mm-hmm. also kind of makes sense on a subconscious fucked up level because – the police work for you when you're the president and it's kind of nice to have your own army of thugs like yeah i get the appeal of why no person of power wants to get rid of the police force but right. it's just well, like and i can also so i can alien. totally see like using that speech as like a way of saying thank you because like if there were ever a situation in which like policing shit should have worked it did in that instant you know like like the the people that were in the capital like defending the seat of democracy it's like, all right that's a pretty yes in that situation i would like to have some sort of security yes i could absolutely yeah i could say that and you know but i hate how i it's all he could have left it at that like it didn't need to be like this larger treatise on like oh yeah this is so much harder for you guys now because it's like well it's harder because more people are like, no, fuck you. I'm not just going to, like, do what you tell me to because I don't – I fundamentally, like, don't trust you people. Exactly. And it's, like – it's just proof, again, that, like, especially the moderate to to just old Democrats are just a, basically mm. Republicans who are a little less racist. Like, it is clearly part yeah. of an overarching – governmental effort not surprised to hear this from biden who you know famously was like essential in writing the what was it the 1996 1995 crime act yeah like that was a a horrible bill that caused so many of the incarceration problems this country has today and like yeah Mm -hmm. the dude who wrote it is now president and he's fucking pro cop and yeah it kind of makes sense that people who work for the state see the good in building the power of the state with an armed Mm -hmm. force but uh, any anyone who isn't a fucking politician knows that that's bad um and probably most politicians know that it's bad too or they don't and just don't think about it and no, they they most of them know, man. They just don't care. Look this fuck. Republican Representative Jeff Fortenberry oh, I, of Nebraska has been indicted. Ooh. For what? 
Um, Being a jerk? With concealing information and marking, making false statements to federal authorities who are investigating illegal contributions made by a foreign national to the congressman's 2016 re-election campaign. So I have a quick question. How fucking stupid do you have to be to get illegal foreign contributions in your campaign in this day and age? Not only that. Like, not only that, but then like they have the receipts and you're like, nope, didn't happen. But it it did. There's a there's a fucking paper trail, you moron. Like, uh uh-uh. That's, like, incredibly... Oh, st- I was just commenting on the fact that, like... culture is coming after me. With, like, super PACs, that's how you get that money. And, and that's, right. like, so kind like, of how so super PACs ways, work. <laughs> there are so many ways to get shisty money. Legal ways. Yeah. And you're telling me that your dumbass still got caught? Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're stringing him up, but it's just like, you can... He's pretty silly looking. Well, that makes me happy. We should post yeah. a picture on the Twitter. Quaffed. Yeah, maybe we can find one of him looking really sad. <laughs> sad Fortenberry. S- sad Fortenberry. Speaking of Sad Fortenberry, I have one last sad story for us today. But it's not that oh sad. Boy. It is... Oh boy. It is a atmospherically sad contextually sad um but it is a little bit it's just news it's not you know this news already happened about a year ago ahmaud arbery a black man in uh i believe georgia is that correct harrison was out for a run which he did on a daily basis um three white guys in a pickup truck Without going into all the details here, because we'll have more on this as it develop as the case develops, but three white guys in a pickup truck. This was well documented, and everybody was kind of sharing it on Twitter, at least inside the U.S. Uh, you know, followed him and murdered him. Basically, they stalked him in their in their truck. You know, he ran away. They approached him, fought him. He fought back, and then they shot him um, three times. All three of those men uh, are on trial now. That trial started today, October 19, and they are still doing jury selections. And uh, lo and behold, they're finding it really difficult to pick a jury that doesn't already have opinions about this because almost everyone who would be eligible for jury duty in this country has seen a clip or a news article about this. Um, Yeah. Which, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up for, one, that's like a development thing. And, you know, it's good to put a lynch mob on trial. But also, it kind of brings up the interesting problem of of how courts deal with juries in the modern day. And how, like, maybe there needs to be some sort of, like, agreed-upon like ignorance of certain rules because yes i agree it's important you don't know the facts of the case before you get into it but also you kind of like they're just gonna they're always gonna be situations from here on out where we're gonna just 
everyone's gonna know what happened. It's like the Boston City Bomber thing. Like, yeah, I definitely want that guy to, like, be deaded and stuff. But like, right, but at the same time, if you don't know about this, like, you're some kind of moron, and I'm not sure I want those people deciding fates either. Exactly. It's kind of like, it might be okay to know about stuff, because maybe that gives you more context than what the fucking lawyers are telling you, and maybe that's a good thing when you're deciding yeah, the fate of know. a person. <laughs> It is. I I definitely understand why you would want to keep it unbiased, but yeah, it's uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's an interesting problem. Neither of us are lawyers. I don't really have any thoughts on how to solve it, but just wanted to voice that that's like an interesting thing that's been cropping up more and more, which I'm worried is going to. I guess really why it's why I'm thinking about it is I'm just worried it might result in uh, people getting let go after the fact yeah. by like higher courts saying that like the jury selection wasn't like kosher because too many people knew about X thing. And then it's kind of like, oh, man, once we start doing that, it's it becomes very pick and choose. You know, then all of a sudden you have judges just releasing people that they want to be released, which I guess they already kind of do. But usually that's a little more strict of a process. And it just feels it feels like if we start doing that with white racists, the Supreme Court's not going to stop it. And then we're just going to have like a weird we're going to have our normal class of people who are immune to the law, the police. And then we're going to have like this weird secondary, slightly less, but still mostly immune class of just like angry white motherfuckers. Um, also bad. Also bad. Um, also one, I believe the, the eldest of the Ahmad Arbery killers was a former police officer, but maybe not. Yeah. No, that's right. That is right. Okay, I was like, I, I know I... Because he, like, called that. in, like, after... Like, I don't know. He, like, called ahead or something um, to... after he was killed and, like, advised him to send... I don't know. I don't know. More of it will come out. Yeah, we'll see with the case. Well, well, y'all, um, honestly, for as, as messy as we started, we found our way there. Let's go to bad content, I think, maybe. both watched it in a mad dash right before we recorded on on i imagine two times speed i'll let you introduce us here this is your rodeo super book take a look super book 
This is a place that we all know. It's called Superbook. <laughs> it's a place. This is all the places that we want to go and look. Great. Make sense. Great rhyme. Superbook. Um, it is, of course, the Bible anime season two. They are still looking for Ruffles in the Old Testament, the dog. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been Uriah. a long time, I guess, since we've done this on the show. Yeah, if you are uh-huh. if you're unfamiliar with Superbook, feel free to go back and listen to our oh, previous Superbook bad content eps. Uh, they're we have sixteen listeners now. I know. I mean, surely we have. This requires a previously on. Um, Yori and Gizmo, the robot, time traveling robot. Here, here. Let me let me do this. I think I'm gonna do this faster and better. No offense. Because oh, because wow. this is an episodic show. Previously on doesn't even mean anything to me here because they're Bible stories. Superbook is a Japanese anime something. Harrison can give you the history. But the premise of the show cool. is that it's a bunch of kids. They're standing around a computer that eats the Bible or something, which is called Superbook in this universe. And then like a kid and, the, the and Bible his, falls onto the computer. The Bible falls onto the computer. Digitized. There you go. It gets digitized and along the way in the theme song child dog and inexplicable annoying robot gets sucked into the computer and are just wandering around in like bible Mm -hmm. stories and then every Mm -hmm. episode is just a bible story that doesn't feature those characters who are stuck in the book until it does but never in any consequential way they're just like trouncing around while like biblical travesties happen and right. and then like two more kids into them like oh <laughs> hi you okay see ya and then it's like and then it has no bearing like the plot of the bible story just continues on as if that had not occurred at all <laughs> it's so strange it's so strange and then there are like two friends sitting outside the computer occasionally like watching their friends appear on screen assumedly inside a bible story <laughs> or whatever Yes. Um, so, yeah, what was this Bible is, story? <laughs> this is the beginning of the Joseph story. Oh, um, of course, yeah. I watched this. And I've got to say, this is like the only telling that I've ever heard of this where I was just like on the side of the brothers. I was like, yeah, dude, he's a little prick. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. You kidding me? Don't, don't come tell me about your dream where I worshipped you. Fuck off. <laughs> What is that? Yeah, they make Joseph like a ten-year-old kid who just like is asking to get beaten up by his older brethren at every turn. Absolutely begging. Yeah, please, please beat the shit out of me. (laughs) I beg you. And then he like makes it worse by telling on his daddy when he gets beat up, and then his daddy makes him a fancy coat. Beat up yet? (laughs) They like. Yeah, so let's just take this in chronological order, right? So, like, everyone was just sitting there eating bread, and then his dad sends jo- – their dad sends Joseph – there's 12 of these fucks. Their dad sends uh, Joseph a um, – like, just, like, a, a full picnic basket. And then people are like, yo, share. And he's like, no. And like, all right, then fuck you. We're just going to take it and make you do our chores then. And he's like, I'm persecuted. It's like – no, you're not. You like, you were a little prick about being like daddy's favorite. Yeah. And now, I don't know, man. No. There's something about this particular telling of it. 
was just I was just totally on team brother. I was like, this kid is is the worst. No, I totally agree. <laughs> and then and then he gets that nice coat and he's just like, Look everybody, I got a coat. And they're like, Why'd you give it to him? And he's like, Because he loves me. It's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jacob. Yeah. Um Yeah. But then they also um then then like because of his dreams and he keeps telling he has like two dreams one in which like they're all cutting some wheat and all the other brothers like the 12 brothers wheat just comes over to his wheat and they like bow down like isn't that weird and like why are you telling us this shit this is weird and the second one that he has is uh is like um the stars are rotating around him the sun and moon rotating around him and he's at the center, and then like even even Jacob is like, "Alright, dude, like fucking cool it with that." <laughs> and that one, yeah, like these and weird, then, weird little just because of these dreams, Jacob Moron makes this kid like his heir, you know, which is just so stupid. Because the kid like dreamt uh, and... about being worshipped, so he must exactly. must deserve so like, it. Oh, it must mean that you're meant to take everything on promotes him to uh like supervisor and it just puts him over his brothers and then goes and basically sends him to deliver that news about just like oh yeah dad says i'm in charge and they're like all right fuck you and they beat the shit out of him and like sell him into slavery which um you know maybe they shouldn't have done the last part all right that was a little honestly a though little if, if you're familiar with this with this biblical tale of Joseph mm. as a child and then getting sold into slavery. It's it's definitely written in in the good book. Um god. Like uh like it's a bad thing and they're and they're doing a horrible thing to their bro. In this telling, not only is Harrison mm-hmm. are you right that like it I'm not on his side either. It made me rethink the original story and I was like, you know, it is pretty insane for brothers to sell a brother, especially their youngest, into slavery. And maybe he was just, like, an annoying prick. And, like, they were just like, get us rid of this asshole. Like, right. I mean, like, that's the thing, is I think that the biblical story maybe portrays him as a little more humble. But then again, maybe it doesn't. I mean, it's been a while since I've read it. Well, and also, like... this. I also don't think he has much agency. Things just kind of happen to him. You know? Yeah. And like it's a biblical wonder, story. There's no way that they're gonna so, like, how are but how are they gonna tell the story without the like Potiphar's wife? Who's Potiphar? That's like his it become it's his master in Egypt. Oh. And his wife is like, Burn me and he's like, Nah Dude, this... I don't know. Superbook has done some weird shit with with sexual stuff in previous episodes. Which is really funny because it's supposed to be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and it just is not at all. Yeah, it's a it's a bad show. This one was honestly though, I'll oh. say, less 
Like, if you've been with us on previous Superbook episodes, you know how much I loathe the little boy and the robot that are looking for the dog. Because usually they appear like three or four times an episode. And they're just walking around per usual, still haven't found the dog per usual. But like the Mm. kid's voice and the robot's voice are just like pitched at these horrible levels that just like, like, I don't know what it is about that frequency, but like... That might be like my like zombie like frequency or something because it like sit it places a rage inside of me for like, just just like so annoying yeah. I get angry about it and yours pretty annoying. they like hardly appeared in this episode they appeared at mm-hmm. the end and like a little at the beginning but that was it right in a really funny moment where like. The older brother and the youngest brother, neither of whom know what happened, uh, to Joseph, like, go out looking, and they're like, where's our brother? <laughs> oh, no. And then they just run into and like, have you seen a dog? <laughs> and they're like, what? No. No. We're looking for someone. We, we should go. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Guy had, like, just almost forgotten that they were there and then they just fucking show up and like and are like useless like they're like have you seen like our lost brother and they're like no have you seen our dog (laughs) no (laughs) it's like good great interaction and also it's very unclear how time passes for them because they ran into joseph like a while back but Presumably, a significant amount of time has passed. It's like, what were they doing? Yeah, I feel like Yuri and the and the and Gizmo like are because of it's a virtual world slash story, but they're real. And now we're getting into some crazy theory here. But like, no, no, they must. They be, still have to like triv- They must be bound to real world time. You know? Okay, I thought you were gonna say that they like didn't need things like sustenance. Oh no no no! I was like, no, there was a whole episode on hot dogs. I remember, remember? <laughs> I remember the Gamora like, episode. Hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. What was this episode? Father's pet. Father's pet. Yeah. yeah, they really, they really leaned into that. Which, like, if you're a kid, what's the lesson there? Because I feel like the lesson is you should try to be like a goody two shoes, even though in the real world that's not going to serve you well. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 my favorite part of this episode is the fact that like. It was the same gaggle of like maybe five different dudes that were trying to do twelve voices. No, way less, like four different dudes <laughs> were trying to do like twelve different voices. Uh and then when they were all talking at the same time, like it was really fun just listening to the ones in the background. They're like, Favoritism was what that is. You know, <laughs> just shit like that. That they're like, Wait, what did that one say? Yeah, no, they uh, they do that a they lot. Fucking voices. Weird dialogue. Father's not nice to us. <laughs> also, like, they are, at least the way they are animated, like, Joseph it looks like he's 12, mm-hmm. and the rest of the brothers look like they are, like, grown-ass manly men. And, like, I'm just like... Well, no, that's true. Why are they all... 
So, like, in a, in this realm, where are their families? Why are they all just, like, fucking hanging out with a 12-year-old brother of theirs? They don't have, they don't have families. I don't buy yeah. it. Chris doesn't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't have to tell you, Chris. It's in the book where we all look. I thought it was weird, too, but then also it's, like, the beginning of time, so, like, maybe there just aren't that many chicks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Bible shit. Everyone's white. <laughs> even, the, even the Ishmaelites <laughs> are white. Yeah. God, it is a... They're like, oh, they're on their way to Egypt. It's like, are they? <laughs> it's like they're on their way to Norway. <laughs> Heading home. Oh, oh. <sighs> I don't think that's what those people look like. All right, well, that was a big old Chris yawn, so... Yeah, he just yawned on the pod. It's been a day, y'all. It's real late for Harrison, and he's got a lot of shit to do this week. So I am just happy you were able to make it. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. This is my show, the Chris Wyden Pod, and this was my guest, Harrison Stewart. Hello. (laughs) Just a guest here. Good to guest on the Chris Wyden Pod. You know, this was the uh, this is the it is oh. iPod, um, and we're we're done. That's the that's the other host there. I already said his Hi. name. You can remember. Um, Pi. This is the it is Pi Pod, and Pie. have a good week. Uh, oh, that's the noise we're gonna end on, huh? <laughs> <laughs>